If you own a business, you have stress. It seems to come with the territory, but it doesn't have to. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about the stress or stress relief for your business. And I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Deborah Sunderland. Deborah's genius is creating a clear vision for CEOs and their teams and making that vision a reality. With decades of C-level executive and team coaching, she challenges leaders by inviting them to create a collaborative, vibrant, responsible, and joy-filled culture, which fosters highly desirable results. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lorraine. So good to be here. It is my pleasure. You know, before we started the show, we were talking about this whole idea of stress and how it comes from lack of clarity. And I'd really love to start there. Mm, Yeah, thank you, thank you. So if we were gonna do the scientific talk, the reason that we have stress is because the small part of our brain called the amygdala, I know many of you are very versed in this part of our brain, we also AKA call it ego, Um, wants to have all the answers in order to keep you safe. Well, when it doesn't know all the answers, guess what? It freaks out. It freaks out and it sends alarms inside of our body. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. And so we are like, we got to figure it out. Well, the work is to notice that we we are more than that tiny part of our brain. So it's noticing, whoa, there's my my ego, my amygdala trying to keep me safe, and that's causing me stress. And I work with ways for people to get out of that stressful state, which I'll be happy to share with you. Um, And it's just noticing that we don't have to live that way. We don't have to let the ego or amygdala run us. Okay. Uh, I bought in. I'm ready to slap that little part of my brain upside the head. Get out of my way. Let's talk about when you notice that the stress is creeping up and you're reacting to it, how do you get it under control a little bit? Where do you start? Yeah. So the first thing is not to judge yourself that you're stressed because we don't even bring these thoughts that create stress in our head. Like we don't go out and create them. They just kind of pop in our head. And guess what? We just automatically believe them. And the way we believe them is to notice it's usually a way to protect us, like a defense. Like we're going to automatically look at, look at what's wrong, what could be wrong, what might go wrong, or they are wrong as a way to defend ourselves. That's that's where our fearful brain goes to. So it's like, okay, first of all, just notice it's normal and I'm not gonna beat myself up. I'm just gonna accept that this is a biological state, first and foremost. Second is, take three slow, deep breaths. Straightening the spine, lowering the shoulders, filling the belly from the base as deep as you can with air like a balloon. I like to picture a balloon filling your belly, filling your chest all the way up as high as you can, and then releasing maybe twice as slowly as your inhale. I do that three times. 
because what happens is when we're in defense, when the brain is going bonkers, our muscles think we're in war and someone's going to hurt us. So our body goes, Whoop! it tightens up, gets really stiff and rigid, and we aren't even able to really breathe fully. Our lungs are encased by our ribs that are being actually tightened to like we're going to be hurt. So one way to do that is take a deep, take three deep breaths. You know, it's funny because there's a part of me that is like, oh, yeah, that's really very woo-woo, nice, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But the other part of me has actually learned that that is really true. Yeah. That it's not just some, you know, hippy-dippy idea out there, but but this is something you're, you really need. And in that time while you're breathing, it gives you a chance to maybe start shifting into rational thinking versus yeah. reactive. The pause of the breathing actually the breathing actually chemically our body our blood is changed so it's not woo woo our bl our blood in our our blood chemistry changes because there's more oxygen yes more oxygen it releases the cortisol which is the fight or flight fear chemical in our body it releases that so that we can start to relax our body and we can't think clearly right so we're talking about thinking clearly and having answers it's impossible to think clearly when we're in stress we're only going to probably come up with one, maybe two options. Usually it's one. And that's the safety option. And so companies that want to have a growth mentality, have a growth revenue, um, grow their business, if they're operating out of this stressful state, guess what? Ain't going to happen. It's going to be limited. As you say that, and I think about the idea that when you're in high stress mode, you're going to come up with one safe option to reduce your stress. Yep you're not going to come up with a creative option. You're not going to come up with a innovative and maybe even something that might be considered a little risky. You're never even going to consider that when you're in stress mode. So you're never really going to grow. Exactly. And the other thing is when we are stressed, so most of us, I mean, yes, many of us are solopreneurs, but a lot of us are in teams. And when we're in that stress mode, we are actually not open to hearing someone because the defense walls are up as our protector. That's just our normal state, no judgment. So it's a wonder why when I hear over and over again from these beautiful leaders, oh yeah, our meeting is a waste of time. I go, I have all these meetings all day long and it's the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm thinking, how many hundreds or millions of dollars are you wasting in your day by having all these beautiful people being paid so much money, but you're not getting the meeting fulfilled or followed through on. And it's the same thing over and over again, like talk about mm -hmm. revenue loss. So these tools actually help us like hear someone taking three deep breaths and taking a pause. It says, I'm open for business because you might have a great idea or even a greater idea than me. Guess what happens? Collaboration, sustainability, a whole bunch of things happen and it's really simple because we're all human and we're all wired the same way. So no one's better or worse than anyone else. The leader, I work on consciousness, a conscious leader is the one who notices that they're not present, that they're reactive to their stress and they choose to take three, three deep breaths and get curious, get curious about their hearing, get curious about their body, get curious about what someone is saying, get curious about what are all the opportunities that might be best for my company. Curiosity. On the one hand, it is what fuels us as entrepreneurs. We have this innate desire 
to learn or to try something new. And then we get stressed. We lose our ability to be curious. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We, again, I just want to reiterate this because we're such a a country, a country of overachievers Mm -hmm. and winners, right? That's who we are. We're winners, right? That, you know, leaders can be really hard on themselves. Like, oh, well, I've got it. I've got to figure this out. And without taking a deep breath, guess what? When they're telling themselves, I got to figure this out, they get even more (laughs) stressed. (laughs) Well, because because now you've got this pressure on you that you've committed to figuring it out. It's, you're not just keeping it at bay. You're like, I'm going to solve this now, in this minute, right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. And and it's it's funny because we take things very seriously in those moments. And yes, our lives are, are important and our business is important. But when we're in that state, it really is reacting as if it's a life or a death threat. And so we want to build cultures, right? We want to build cultures that are collaborative. We know that, right? And we want to build cultures that are building trust impossible when we're in that stress mode. I completely agree. So as we're kind of wrapping up, is there one more tip, something that people can do when they're done breathing that's going to help them move the needle? What I love doing for myself and teaching people this is because we're automatically thinking a defense defense statement or question, once we've breathed, once our body relaxes, once we are able to get more curious, I say, ask yourself the thought that was causing me stress, the belief that was causing me stress, what is the very opposite of that thought? And could it be, might it be just as true or even truer than the thought that was causing me the stress in the first place? Yeah. yeah. And the, it, it, it's so cool because guess what? You've opened yourself up to curiosity. So once we get curious and ask that question, it opens us up to a plethora of opportunities and possibilities that we could not have any way of asked if, if we were in that stress state. And so just asking that one question automatically moves us into openness, gets us out of defensiveness. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Deborah, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going to include in the show notes a link to sunderlandcoaching.com. And I really want to encourage all of you to check out Deborah's website, learn more about her and how she can help your business. Absolutely. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and would like to find more resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.